The Marlins' managerial merry-go-round is in full swing today on Friday, as is Major League Baseball managerial merry-go-round. There's a new name in town, a new shooter. We're going to dig into that on today's Locked On Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England and welcome to Locked On Marlins. This is your daily Marlins podcast with me, Peter Pratt. Do not forget to follow me, guys, of course, on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. No TikToks, no Instas. No, I'm too old. I am. And if you are listening to the pod, please subscribe there. Uh, and what I will say is apologies. The last couple of days, the audio quality being erratic. Apologies for that. Hopefully things are better today. It's uh, it's this this platform we use, Restream. It can be a little bit patchy. The problem is you don't know it's patchy until you finish recording. <laughs> Once you've done it, trust me, when you already do five episodes a week, you do not want to go back and do any retakes. I can testify to that. Nevertheless, hello and welcome to Friday's episode. If you are watching on YouTube, Please hit subscribe there. If you are just listening, yes, there is a YouTube channel. Lockdown Marlins has a YouTube channel. All the episodes are posted there live and available there in full Gymshark gear, in my lounge, in my living room, however you phrase it. And it is Friday. And we are finishing strong, guys. News dropping all over the show. News dropping all circled around the managerial candidates. And there is a new shooter reported third second interview with a guy that wasn't reported for his first interview. Here's the problem. It's another slightly awkward name with pronunciation. Can the Marlins just start like recruiting guys, interviewing guys? Can they just be called Joe Smith? And I'll be able to pronounce it no problem at all. Yesterday, I got myself in all sorts of bother. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to try that one again. It was it was so bad. We know Joe Espada. And that was the name that Marlins Twitter was, you know, there was an allure. There's a familiarity with Joe Espada, and we get that. But today, a new name emerges in the last about 30 minutes. Uh, John Morosi reporting here. So Skip Schumacher. I'm not 100% that's correct, but I'm going to go with Schumacher. Like the Formula One driver name, Michael Schumacher. Not spelt the same, but I believe pronounced the same. Uh, when I first looked at the, the pronunciation, I thought it was maybe Schumacher? <laughs> Maker? I don't know. Schumake? Could be. I don't know. I'm going to go with Skip Schumacher. First thing that jumps out of me, um, apart from the fact he is with the Cardinals, I spoke about it yesterday. The candidates, the Marlins are, are, are kind of getting into here. They are their first time, potential first time managers, and they are all young and on teams that are doing well. So that seems to be the MO. Let's get into guys that have been around good clubs, good ball clubs, and 
Hopefully, they can bring some of the magic dust. And Skip? We're just going to go with Skip. No different with the Cardinals. What are the Cardinals? They're just a well-rounded, sound ball club. They are. And uh, what I'd say with Skip, the second thing that stands out, apart from his age, his experience, and that he's from a a team that's that's just won the division. He is he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Boy, oh boy. The ladies are gonna be going bananas for Skip if he's the if he's the Marlins manager. Boy, oh boy, look out, South Beach. South Beach bringing the heat with Skip Schumacher. Wait and see on that one. The way things are trending, and apologies, I still have my cold, guys. Still, this cold is lingering on all week, but I've mustered up a Friday beer. So I am on the mend. You'll be you'll be pleased to know, which is good. So what else dropped earlier on? So we've got the domino effect going on here now, guys, where all of a sudden the Rangers, the Rangers dropped the news. Bruce Bochy going to the Rangers, coming out of retirement. Uh, he was just managing um, one of the, the World Baseball Classic uh, teams from, from the great British group in the qualifiers. They, he was with the French team, I believe. And so Bochy's out of retirement, three-year deal for him. To the Rangers, the dominoes start to go. We then get a report that perhaps Joe Espada is going to go to the White Sox. That hasn't been 100% confirmed or verified. And I think I then saw another report after that that, that perhaps someone else. I can't recall who that is, top of my head. But, you know, maybe things aren't all dead with Espada. But we then get the news. We get the news. Skip Schumacher um, in for his second interview. Craig Mish also, and this is where it's good to kind of trend along with Craig and get the picture. Marlins aren't looking to pull the trigger on this today. It seems next week's landing spot for that. And if that is to be the case, my gut feel on this one is perhaps Skip Schumacher could be the guy. Could be. Reason being. They're not in the postseason anymore. You can pull the trigger on a deal now. Yes, I guess maybe Espada, um, they could announce that one, but I don't think that would feel right if he was still with the Astros at that point. So let's assume, let's assume if the Marlins are looking to wrap this up, and I haven't seen anyone mentioning that, that any other clubs have been interviewing Skip Schumacher. I'm still not convinced that's the right pronunciation either. I'm st- but nevertheless, I haven't seen any other reports. So maybe the Marlins here are just, they've seen something they like in him. And he's only been for a brief period. Um, they've seen something they liked. I don't know. And maybe he's their guy. Maybe that's who they've identified. Or the other, on the flip side is they've, they've reached out. Hey, do you want an interview? We've got an open manager's job. Yeah, okay. You know, there's only so many managerial jobs. Yes, sir. Let me see. Comes in. Next thing is he blows them away. Did see on a, on another tweet, actually. And again, I can't recall who this was, but I thought this was an interesting wrinkle. The fact that the the candidates who were interviewing for the Marlins manager's vacancy, some of the feedback was really positive about Kim Ang. Uh, again, I don't know the validity uh, of of this again, it's Twitter, so <laughs> you have to take everything with a pinch of salt, including Carlos Correa to the Marlins. I don't know who those sources are talking about that one, but boy, oh boy, that sounds wild. But nevertheless, if indeed this tweet I saw was valid, let's say, 
some of the candidates have been impressed with Kim Ang, her approach, her analytic, analytical approach, etc. That's something that I hadn't really thought of, but really should have done because effectively, you know, Kim's going to be the boss. And so with any kind of, you know, hiring situation, not only do you have to get on with, you know, the clubhouse and etc., but you got to get on with Kim Ang. Don and Kim, I think they got on fine. They got on great. They parted ways. This is the interesting bit is who wants to come in and work with Kim? Who believes in Kim's vision, in her manifesto, let's say, to coin a, a political phrase, perhaps. Um, so I think that's another interesting wrinkle there is, you know, how Kim is able to sell, able to sell the Marlins. And let's be totally honest, guys. There's some other jobs out there where, on the face of it, look more appealing. They do. You know, firstly, the roster. This roster has just had a terrible year. It needs a lot of work. There's talent on the pitching, but the offense is definitely lacking. And let's just call it out. The environment. The fact they 10,000 a game, it's not overly inspiring. There's other, other ball clubs out there, other ballparks that are packed. It's more alluring. The other thing to call out, the NL East. We've just seen it. Three teams just got to the postseason. It's not easy to win in the NL East with no dough. All the guys at the top there spending dough, plus the Nats, they'll probably spend again in the future. Maybe they're a few years away, but the Marlins, in some ways, are a tough sell to a top and leading candidate. I spoke about it on yesterday's episode saying I think the Marlins were kind of trying to jump the field. Actually, the field's caught up now. So everything I said yesterday, complete nonsense. I mean, how often does that happen? Pretty much on a daily basis, nevertheless. Let's get into our first ad of the day. I think it's a perfect time to break, right? <laughs> and guys, it's coming up to the weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know what that means. And it is betting time, no doubt about it. BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Yes, sir. Um, the NBA is back. And my good man, Dan Healy of the Miami Heat UK account is over there uh, supporting in person. I believe he is also credentialed media for today. So Dan Healy, if you are listening, congrats, brother. You truly deserve it. Nevertheless, back to bed online. And actually, Dan uh, is a betting man, no doubt about it. And I'm sure he'll be absolutely plowing in uh, onto some some serious bets this weekend. Anyway, you can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game including Heat, of course. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information. You've got live betting, up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. They have. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including, of course, Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. It's Bet Online, and it is, of course, where the game starts. And the graphics are stunning as well. Stunning graphics. Still shocked that the Heat dropped that opener, by the way. Not a big basketball fan. Not an NBA guy. I've always struggled. It's the one of all of the American sports, the one that I've found it hardest to get into. I am going to persevere this year. And if I am persevering, it will be for the Heat. And as you can sense by following me on Twitter now on, on a Sunday, you know, I'm leaning towards the Dolphins too as a second team. I'm a Rams fan, as I've mentioned many times. The Rams... Struggling a little bit this year. The Dolphins 
looking lively. So we'll be following along. Looks like Tua will be back. Um, but let's get into and, and kind of wrap up on where we see things right now. Uh, just to summarize, the it seems to me like there's there's three leading candidates. Perhaps one of them has already accepted a role with the White Sox. So we're down to two. We then have the Rays guy, of which I can't pronounce at all, uh, but has been around for a long time with the Rays. Would be a first-time hire, first-time manager, being around the Rays a long time. I think that you could see, you could see why the Marlins would consider that approach because of the way they have to construct their rosters, use analytics, be clever, find diamonds in the rough. After di- they found more diamonds in the rough than bloody diamonds miners in in Sierra Leone. I'm telling you that the the Tampa Bay Rays is absolutely insane how they managed to just polish those turds and create diamonds. It is insane. I mean, we'd love to see some of that for the Marlins, right? I mean, boy, oh boy, if we can just sprinkle some of that dust on, it would be absolutely sensational. So I'm, I've got no as if they went down that path. I also, on the face of it, having not spent any time looking at Skip Schumacher, really, and trying to understand him and, and what he's about, but he looks like a young stud. And if he's got the right stuff and the Marlins just buy into him, let's roll with it. Why not? Why not? What a face of Miami baseball. Him and Sandy Alcantara there just smiling away like kings. Love to see it. Jazz Chisholm in there as well. Those three, what a mix. What a match there, no doubt. So where are we going here? This is going to drop next week, I think. Both of those guys in the postseason, the news can drop. The managerial positions, a merry-go-round will continue to evolve. We've also seen the Blue Jays, I believe, extended their manager. Um, we've seen that the Astros have confirmed uh, that their guy is back as well. Dusty is back for, for 23. So we're getting more and more of this evolving as time goes on. The Marlins position remains open, much like uh, the Prime Minister position remains open in the UK. Said yesterday, what's going to happen first? Are the Marlins going to announce their manager or will we have a new Prime Minister? We're going to wait and see next week. Craig Mish saying next week. I think now the news is starting to kind of spread around. And I get the sense looking at, at, at Twitter today and Craig's comments again off the back of this uh, John Morosi report. I get the sense that Craig was sitting on that information. That's you know, for whatever reason. And, you know, Craig is also really hooked into not just the Marlins, but the Cardinals too. Like, that's the thing is, like, he's definitely got some great connections over there. I sense that Craig was kind of sitting on this for a bit. For whatever reason, John Morosi's picked it up and, and pushed it out there. Craig's had to kind of spring into life. And if the Marlins were trying to keep that quiet for whatever reason, then I think they're going to look to pull the trigger on that early. I'm thinking Monday lunchtime, let's drop the news. Let's just do it, Marlins. Let's get our new guy in. And I'm going to say it right now. I I, th- I think it's going to be this Skip Schumacher. And I hope, Skip, when you're listening to this episode, I'm pronouncing your name Bob on. And the other thing is, you're more than welcome to on Lockdown Marlins, of course. I don't know where my graphics are gone. Anyway, one final, one final point, then we'll get out of here. It is Friday. I'm not feeling amazing, but I do have a beer. It's time to go and consume that beer. Uh, please drink responsibly, of course. Nevertheless, guys, Speaking about pronunciations, I just found it funny. I was sitting there thinking about Sandy Alcantara earlier on. 
And he must have, it must be up there as one of the most mispronounced or varied surname pronunciations for a, a stud sportsman. I couldn't remember many or think of many, top of my head. Eli Sussman rode in with one that I think was, I mean, I was just missing it. It was staring me right in the face. Tua. I'm not even going to try and say his surname. <laughs> that's how that's how tough his surname is. So Tua, definitely up there uh, for certain. But Sandy Alcantara. And now I'm now I'm doubting myself in terms of the pronunciation. But I've heard all sorts. You've heard what? Alcantara, Al Alcantara, um, Sandy. <laughs> Someone just drops the surname. But there's like seven flavors of Sandy's surname for the Cy Young winner knocking around. It just made me laugh. So I'm just going to put it out to you guys. You may not, you know, you may not be on Twitter. Some listeners, um, you may not actually be on Twitter. If not, no worries. You're missing a zoo. Don't worry about out there. Is there a more butchered surname than Alcantara in, in sports? Please let me know about it. There were some answers on there that I thought were... Some of the, the names, I have to hold my hands up. I didn't know who they were, <laughs> so I haven't butchered them. Nevertheless, that is going to wrap us up for today's episode of Locked on Marlins, guys. The managerial hot stove is hot. The dominoes are starting to fall. I think where we're trending here is the Marlins are going to pull the trigger on their candidate, and they're going to get they're going to get something out early part of next gut feel based on just what I'm seeing on Twitter in the last half an hour to 45 minutes, is that the Marlins may go for Skip Schumacher. With that, guys, thanks for making Locked On Marlins your first listen. I will be back, of course, now, and I'm sure that Sean Barrett will be back. Like I said, some scheduling problems. Sean hasn't been feeling great either, plus working, and I haven't been feeling great. But we are plowing back. It is still five episodes in deep, deep into October. And I have a sense that we are going to be covering the Marlins news that their new manager will be announced. And it will be of the new prime minister, which could be, shocker, it could be Boris Johnson. Imagine that as a return for prime minister Boris Johnson. We'll wait and see. The Conservative Party will cast their votes uh, and announce that on Friday. Do the Marlins get a deal done before Friday? I think they do. And I think it is Skip Schumacher. Guys, thanks for joining me this week. And I'll be back next week on Monday. Probably with Sean Barrett and probably getting into Garrett Cooper, as well as some of the other uh, infield guys, Miguel Rojas, Jazz Chisholm, Brian Anderson, Joey Wendell, digging into all of those guys and asking the question, the same question, are they everyday players in 2023? See you next week, guys.